Hi guys, welcome to Connecting 101.live podcast. I'm Alexandra Duke, an integrative clinical psychologist, and I bring you this podcast where you can learn and reflect about human connection. To start from today, to create your own version of an amazing life. Enjoy the episode, and until next time, don't forget to live an amazing life. Your amazing life. Hi guys, welcome to Connecting Life. I'm Alexandra Duke, Integrative Clinical Psychologist, and I'm here today to help you on how to cope with the emotional challenges of COVID-19 or coronavirus. So to start, I would like to talk to you about how stress can weaken your immune system. Just to give you an overview of what stress hormones are and do. So imagine for a second that thousands and thousands of years ago, you were in a savanna and you were facing a lion or a saber-toothed tiger. So the reaction of your body, the stress response, the fight or flight or flee um, reaction of your body would be named as a stress response. And that stress response has different layers, but just to give you an idea, the main stress hormones in our body are adrenaline and cortisol. And what they do, they pump your entire system to respond to the threat. So responding to the threat means, well, it's not too bad the lion or the tiger is either to run from there as fast as I can or to play dead to the best of my abilities to see if that animal will ignore me. So those stress hormones will be responsible for shutting up, shutting down anything in your body that's not meant for your immediate survival. And with that, your immune system is not the priority. At the same time, when we're talking about the immune system, we're talking about the importance of how you deal with stress. And stress has a huge impact on your immune system. All the stress hormones will be depleting your immune system and shutting down parts of your body functions that are not as important for you to survive. So minding yourself and being aware of your stress response is actually caring for your immune system. And with that, it's also very important emotional awareness. What are the feelings that are mainly present at this moment in, in yourself, in your body, in your mind? Is it fear? And if it's fear, what type of fear? What are you most afraid of? Are you most afraid of getting the virus? Of because you're in quarantine, you don't have enough products or goods to keep yourself at home for a few weeks? What are you most afraid of? And when you ask this question and you rationalize about your fears, of course, a part of your fear is just emotional. So it doesn't have to be rational. That's the nature of fear. But you can plan rationally to face your fears. And that planning is actually reducing the fear. Is the response, the rational response to a very emotional fear. So 
the information that you're seeking can also help you to cope with your fears. So it's important, for example, if you're afraid of not having enough goods at your place for you and your family to survive for at least two weeks, it's very important that you're checking the news if the supply chain is still okay or if there are some ruptures. And be aware of that. Keep yourself informed of what's available, what's the measures the governments and the health systems are taking and keep yourself planning for that and if it's your fear to catch the virus uh, even though you know that you're not in the risk population or especially if you are which type of care you should have with yourself plan for that plan how you can isolate yourself from people that could have the virus and this is virtually all people because we don't know who catches or doesn't catch the virus even though they might be showing no symptoms and the other thing is also to strengthen your immune system it's very important that you feel positive emotions so you might be asking me how can i feel positive in the middle of all of this it's not necessarily to lie to yourself pretending this is not a challenging situation this is probably the most challenging situation the world is living collectively for probably all our lives it's also important to take care of yourself but also to take care of your emotional health self-isolation or quarantine does not mean that you shouldn't talk to other people that you shouldn't be in touch with your friends, with your family, with your close family. In your household, you don't need to avoid each other, except, of course, if you know that one of you is showing symptoms that the other one is not. But if you're living in the same house, if one has the virus, we are all getting the virus. So there's no need to avoid physical contact inside your home with the people that are sharing that space every day with you. One of the things to protect yourself and in a way to reduce the stress levels, what we can ask ourselves is what's what's the opportunity here? What can we see for ourselves, for the world, that this whole frightening, challenging situation is doing for mankind? A few months ago, we were all discussing the problems of world pollution, world contamination, how we are depleting the world of all of his, its natural uh, resources. So one possibility is to look at this moment as a challenge to question ourselves in ways that we haven't done for quite some time, not just about the role of mankind in the world, what can we do for the world, but mostly in our personal lives, for ourselves. So if we are having more family time, what can we do now that in the midst of our busy lives we were not able to do for years? What is that thing that we've been postponing and postponing that we now have time to do? If you question yourself this way, naturally you will be able to see the other side of the coin yes this is a very challenging moment in time yes this is very frightening we have no idea what's going to happen next but that's life so we don't get to choose what happens in life but we always get to choose 
how we react to every challenge in our lives. So take a moment to think about yourself. If you could change anything about your life, what would it be and how would you do it? And then question yourself that if this moment couldn't be that priceless opportunity for you to reconnect with yourself, to reconnect with your family and reconnect with your life and maybe to get creative about your life. Most of us will also face financial challenges. Some stores will close, some people will lose their jobs probably and that will be a big financial burden in a lot of people's lives. So to plan for that, how can we plan regarding the unknown? How can we plan for our worst fear? As they say, expect the best, but prepare for the worst. Just to give you the summary of the bullet points, remind yourself to surround yourself of reliable, with reliable information, updated information. Do not spend your day chasing news. Yes, keep yourself informed, but don't spend the whole day looking for social media, for TV news, for newspapers, for wherever you get your information. Live your life wisely, but not panicking all the time. Then, emotional awareness. Very, very important to be in contact with your feelings, be aware of your feelings, share your feelings, talk about your feelings within the family. What are you afraid of? What are they afraid of? And by yourself and with your family, make a reliable and very rational plan for all those different situations. Every time that you plan based on a fear, you will not be feeling that fear. You have a contingency plan if in case that happens. So that's the most important part of addressing your fears. And at the same time, be aware of the other emotions. Talk about them. Maybe you're sad because you're spending too much time at home. Maybe you're sad because you feel a bit lonely because your friends and your family is not there. Find alternative ways to connect with your friends and family. This is the perfect opportunity. We are lucky enough the technologies are here to serve us. FaceTime, use um, Skype, use whatever platform, WhatsApp, whatever social media platform, and face-to-face -face talk to your friends and families. It's not the same as being in the same room, but it's close enough. And it's much safer because our goal to isolate from each other is to slow down the spread of the virus. And be aware that as long as you take care of yourself, as long as you eat right, as long as you do your normal exercise. So if you're not going to the gym, how can you be creative at home and still keep yourself fit? What's important is that you find a healthy routine for a challenging situation. Everything that was important two weeks ago in your life, it's still important. You just have to be creative in how to implement it. And again, ask yourself the question, what's the opportunity here? What can I find out about myself, about my life, about my friends and family? What can I change? 
What can I update? And how can I turn this challenging situation into a learning opportunity? Keep yourselves safe, but most importantly, keep yourselves aware and connected with yourselves and with the important people in your lives. And until next time, don't forget to push yourselves to live an amazing life, even in this challenging situation that we're all facing. I'll see you soon. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope it triggered some meaningful self-reflection that will help you continue your search and creation of your amazing life. Don't forget to check out our next episode and to connect with me. And until next time, don't forget to live an amazing life, your amazing life. Talk to you soon. All the best.